Chapter Twenty Four of the Mesmerist Victim by Alexander Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Richelieu Elixir, always bearer of good news, the Duke of Richelieu called on the Tavernais to announce that the King found a regiment for Captain Philip, not a company. The conversation was the same as usual among the three at dinner. The Duke spoke of his King, the Baron of his daughter, and Andrea of her brother. Richelieu preached on the same text as the baron, and enunciated his doctrine so pagan, Parisian, and courtier-like, that the girl had to confess that her kind of virtue could not be the true one, if the nobles were to be the left-handed queens of the French monarchs, whom the two tempters did not hesitate to cite. At seven, the duke rose from the table as he had an appointment at Versailles, he said. In going into the ante-room for his hat, he met Nicole, who always had something to do there when the duke called. "'I wish you could come along with me, little lass,' he said. "'I should like you to take a bouquet. The Duchess of Noailles is getting ready for my daughter, the Countess of Egmont.' Nicole curtsied as the shepherdesses did in Rousseau's comic operas. Leaning on Nicole's shoulder, he went downstairs and went out on the lawn with her, said— "'Little maid, can you tell me the name of the sweetheart Nicole Legay has found? "'A well-turned gallant whom she used to welcome in Coqueron Street "'and receives here in Versailles. "'He is a French guards corporal called—what do you say the name is?' "'The girl was in hopes that the marshal did not know the name if he knew everything else. "'Faith, tell me, my lord, since you know so much,' she said saucily. "'Beau sire,' said the marshal, "'and he is a beau already. "'Whether he will ever be a sire, I cannot say.' Nicole clasped her hands in prudery, "'which did not baffle the marshal. "'Pest, take us,' he said, "'making love appointments under the eaves of Trianon. "'If Lady Noailles catches a whiff of this, "'she will have Nicole Gay sent to the Salpetriere House of Correction, "'and Corporal Beausire will have a row in the royal galleys.' "'Not if I have your grace's protection.' "'Oh, that is granted. "'You will not be imprisoned and driven from the place, "'but left free and enriched.' "'Oh, what must I do, my lord? "'Tell me quick.' mere child's play who am i to do it for my own good or your graces sounds said the duke eyeing her sharply what a sly puss you are pray have done it is for your good he said plumply when corporal beausire comes to keep his tryst at seven o'clock exactly say to him we are discovered but i have a patron who will save us both you from the galleys me from the jail let us be off be off since you love him you will marry and be off said the duke love him yes but marry him <laughs> and the duke was stupefied by the laugh even at court he had not met many hussies as shameless as this. Understanding the sly glance, he replied, "'In any case, 
I will pay the expenses of this double journey. Nicole asked no more. As long as the excursion was paid for, the rest mattered not a jot. Do you know what you are thinking of? said he quickly, for he was beaten and he did not like to dwell at that point. Faith, I do not. Why, the thought strikes you that your young mistress may wake up in the night and call you. This would raise the alarm before you got well away. I never thought of that, but I do now, and that I had better stay. Then Beausire will be caught and will expose you. Never mind. Mademoiselle Andrea is kind and will speak to the king in whose good graces she is, and he will pardon me my offense. The marshal bit his lip. I tell you that Nicole is a fool. Mademoiselle Andrea is not in the king's good graces as deeply as you may suppose, and I will have you locked up where good graces have no effect in softening the straw bed or shortening the whiplash. Stay. How can my mistress be prevented from rising and ringing in the night for Nicole? She might be up a dozen times. Oh, troubled with my complaint, insomnia. She ought to take the remedy I do, and if she would not, you could make her do it. How could I make my mistress do anything, my lord? inquired Nicole. It is the fashion to have an evening's drink, orangeade or licorice water. My young lady has a glass of water by her bedside, sometimes with a lump of sugar in it, or perfumed with orange water if her nerves are out of order. Wonderful! Just like me, said Richelieu, taking out a handful of Echecaire notes. If you were to put a couple of drops from my own bottle, which I hand you, the young lady would sleep all night. Good. And I will lock her in, so that nobody can disturb her till the morning. No, said Richelieu quickly. This is just what you must not do. Leave the door ajar. He understood that the girl saw all the plot money for the flight the file for the sleep but they lock the gates and i have no key but i am a first gentleman in attendance on the king and have my master key how timely all falls in said nicole it seems a whole calendar of miracles adieu my lord laughing in her sleeve the traitress glided away in the dark again i succeed thought richelieu but i must be getting old to be rebuffed by this little imp never mind if i come out the winner end of chapter twenty four recording by john van stan savannah georgia